You know it's funny. People on the outside don't really get what's going on. But they always got something to say. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, folks? This is Daryl, your host of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, where we discuss issues that impact black and millennial communities while having a good drink. Lately, I've been on a scotch kick. And on a recent episode, I had the Caribbean expression of Glenlivet. But today, I've got the American Oak selection. I opened it a few weeks ago, uh, having some drinks with some friends. Glenlivet is a solid scotch, great single malt. Can't lose with it. On today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of maintaining a brand, specifically within the professional arena. I've seen it a lot lately, and today was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Today I was on LinkedIn. I'm really working to develop myself as a thought leader within the development and storytelling space because of Daniel's Development and Branding LLC, the company that sponsors this podcast, my company. I am the principal consultant within the firm. And and so LinkedIn for me is not just a place to share accolades, but it's a place to set myself apart. And I, I'll backtrack some. For those of you who were on this journey with me from the beginning and before uh, the podcast journey, I have been and still am a professional development consultant. So there's a difference, right? I'm a development professional, yes. I work with nonprofits, higher ed institutions, 501c3s, 501c4s, 501c7s, the gamut. I work with organizations on telling their story to secure funds. That's what I do to put food on the table, to keep a roof over our heads. But one of my many entrepreneurial ventures, um, you know, some people call them side hustles, whatever. One of the things, one of the other sources of income for myself, for my family, is professional development consulting. I work with young professionals, even up to more seasoned professionals, on their professional development from interview prep, wardrobe selection for interviews. Of course, resume development, cover letter development, LinkedIn development. It's just something I have a knack for. I have a knack for helping people brand themselves in a way that is not only palatable, but attractive to employers. I love helping people paint themselves in a light that is reflective of their potential. It just makes me feel good to let somebody know that, hey, this is the the level of confidence that you should have in your professional ability. Now, what frustrates me is when a tool as powerful and as influential as LinkedIn is used without an understanding of, of how to make best use of the tool. You would not give a three-year-old, no, excuse me, three-year-old doesn't really matter. You would not give a 10-year-old a chessboard and tell them to figure out how to play the game. You would teach them how 
how to play the game so that they can be an effective chess player. Same goes for football. Same goes for driving. Same goes for high school. You don't enter into a field without understanding the basic rules and regulations of how that field, that platform, that game, that environment is supposed to operate. Right? Makes sense. So why do it on LinkedIn? Today, the straw that broke the camel's back for me, because I've been seeing it for a while, like I said, I've been seeing people misusing LinkedIn lately. It has turned into an upscale Facebook. And I'm using the term upscale very loosely. My line brother called it Facebook with a shirt and tie on in your profile picture. I wouldn't even go that far. Someone posted a video from very the very popular uh, Instagram account, The Shade Room. And the video was of a husband and wife in the bathroom. The wife was getting ready for work or to go out for a night or maybe getting ready for bed for the night. But either way, she was dressed in her night clothes and the husband, so the wife was singing um, an Alicia Keys song. Cool. The husband comes in behind her and he's singing with her. Looks really fun. Amazing. The post was about black love. That's not my problem. I do not have a problem with the content of the video. It's amazing. But it's amazing for Facebook and for Instagram and for Twitter. Not for LinkedIn. You see... We are misusing a very powerful tool. Not we as in black people. We as in people, as in Americans. We are misusing LinkedIn and it is devaluing the platform. Let's think about our resumes. When I submit a resume, I am not submitting it with a picture of me in my bathrobe. And with a clip from my favorite sitcom from the 90s. And with a when I submit a resume, I am not submitting it with my favorite meme, with a clip from my favorite sitcom from the 90s. I'm not submitting it with my favorite playlist. That's cool, right? It's really cool that I have a personality outside of work. But it's not going to be attached to my job application. You can literally submit your LinkedIn profile to employers for hiring. Some employers actually request it when you apply for a job. So why are, why are you putting memes with Spongebob on your LinkedIn if that's not your job right so if you are a social media coordinator okay sure
out your portfolio. There's actually a space for a portfolio within LinkedIn where you can properly position yourself. But placing a watermarked video from the shade room onto your profile when it has absolutely nothing to do with your field. Come on. I really and this is not this is not to um, to belittle people. This is saying that I expect more of those of us who are on the platform. You know, <laughs> it's funny if you think back to the early days of the iPhone or the iPod Touch. Apple would say there's an app for that. Like, you want to do this? There's an app for that. You want to do that? There's an app for that. Apple didn't say that everything is an app for everything. While Facebook has a job section, I don't go to Facebook to look for jobs. While I can shop on Instagram, I usually don't shop directly from Instagram. Twitter isn't where I go to display a strong majority of my photographs, if any. So why the heck are we trying to be social on LinkedIn? It's just not the space. It is your resume, but a digital version, a more comprehensive version, a more interactive version, but it's your resume. Stop devaluing the brand because there are going to be people who are not taken seriously because LinkedIn is no longer taken seriously. I have friends who are in HR who say some of the things they see on LinkedIn are troubling. I have friends who are in the professional field, young ladies. Today, I was talking to my friend about what I saw um, as far as the Shade Room post on LinkedIn. And she said, that's nothing. I've had men approach me for dates on LinkedIn. Folks, let's keep it classy. There's a time and a place for everything. I'm all for love. I'm all for black love. I'm all for having a personal life. I'm all for having work-life balance. But work-life balance does not mean work-life blending. Show some personality, sure. But come on. And I'm going to throw this in there. I am not one who promotes respectability politics. But I also am one who believes there's a time and a place for everything. LinkedIn is not the place for videos of singing in the bathroom or for you to drop your newest mixtape. It's just not the platform for that. Like Even if your profession is within entertainment, LinkedIn is not the place where you come to display that talent. You drop the link to your Instagram. If that's your if your real job is you're going to be a singer and you're going to make it big, like you don't see Beyonce on LinkedIn. Who's getting discovered for music on LinkedIn? Please tell me. Like, sure, if you're an A and R executive, that's one thing. But who is getting discovered as an artist on LinkedIn? Stop it, B. I'll say this because I love y'all. 
and I'd say the same thing in any profession, right? So, I've got friends who are law enforcement officers. They're not up there displaying videos of themselves shooting 100% at the range. Now, however, what they may have up there is this, the statistic that says, I'm 10 for 10 from 100 yards. That's wonderful. But come on. I don't believe in respectability politics. I do believe that there is a level of appropriateness and etiquette that you take into different places. I want y'all to be better. I want you to be better prepared. I want you to succeed. And you cannot succeed if you're playing a game and don't know the rules. It's coming from a place of love. That's all I got for you today. Have a great rest of the evening. Thanks for tuning in today. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Narrow Podcast. That's N-A-R-R-O-W Podcast. Additionally, we love reviews, constructive criticism, feedback, and any topics you'd like to hear in the future. Thank you for your support. Catch you again next week, same time, same place. Peace. The Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast is a subsidiary of Daniels Development and Branding, LLC. Here for all of your fundraising, creative direction, and storytelling needs.